This is dedicated in honor of the Psalm sisters, the Ella ladies. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your partnership. You know, I was thinking this year about Yom Kippur, and it, it reminded me of a conversation that I had with somebody that was completely subtle, nothing dramatic or cataclysmic, but I think it very much exemplifies what Yom Kippur is all about. So a couple of months ago, I was talking to a guy. I saw him. He's a friend of mine. I haven't seen him in a long time. And I noticed that a bunch of years ago, maybe a de- decade ago, he was very in shape, healthy, ate well, exercised, cared, took care of himself. And he was very like put together. And then over the past few years, he like lost it all. And I saw him really, you know, abuse food and other things and just lose himself and physically. Spiritually, it was okay. And then over the summer, I saw him again, and and he was back. He was stronger than before. He looked great. He, he felt great. He was active again. So when this ever happens, I'm always curious, like, how, what, you know. So I went over to him, like, you know, you look great. What's going on? Long time. How you been? Awesome. Like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, I remember you two years ago, and you're like, you know, you're half yourself. Like, you know, like. I watched you at the Kiddush. Like, that's not how you were a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? He said, I, I, I don't really know. I'm like, come on. So he told me the most mundane story ever. He basically was active his whole life. Uh, and then as he got older, he wanted to keep it up. So he joined the gym and he studied eating healthy. And then he went away for two weeks on vacation and ate every single day and missed what it felt like to be like super full, you know, that feeling you get when like you overeat, like you feel like you're bursting. And he forgot how that felt and missed the taste of certain foods and missed, you know, getting two desserts and missed all those things and all those pleasures like hit him in like one shot. And then he came back and, you know, his he was, he worked out in a gym with a trainer and trainer called him. He's like, yeah, I would, but I got a birthday party. And he went to this birthday party and he ate too much. And then missed the next one because it was a simcha and then it was a yantif and, before you know it, three months later, he hasn't gone into the gym and he's eating and eating. And he said, I woke up one morning and I didn't even want to be healthy. Like I lost the desire for it. I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to say no. I didn't want, I didn't want to wake up and care about what I wear. Like I didn't, I didn't care. I just lost the desire for it. He said at one point, he, has, he had little kids then. And he said, at one point, I had to take one of my kids up to bed. So I carried him. He was tight. He was a small kid. And I walked up the stairs of my house. He says, when I got to the top, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I could not climb the stairs in my home. He said, I looked at my children. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm too young for this. So he called his friends who happened to be a nutritionist. And they said, he said, listen, you're never going to change. Here's what we're going to do. Let's go away for two days. I'll bring tons of stuff. We'll go sit by. I have a cabin. I have a house up, up in the country. We'll sit by the lake. Okay. So they go away for two days and he basically doesn't let them eat. He makes them smoothies or whatever, detox concoctions. And they spend two days chilling out, talking about food and a healthy relationship to food and other things. And he's like, and for two days I was starving, but I drank this guy's drinks and I trusted him. And, and on the way back, something happened. I wanted it again. I wanted it again. I got my desire back. So I just got back to normal life. Nothing crazy. I just slowly got healthier, slowly got to the gym, and I'm back in my life. 
Now, this is a normal story that I'm sure many people have either gone through or know people have gone through. There's nothing crazy about this story, but this story is the story of growth. It's a story of life and a story of Yom Kippur. You see, me and you are souls, which means we come from a place that is spiritual. We have bodies, but we're not bodies. We're souls. And what we want deep down is to feel spiritual. We love that feeling. It's addictive to be part of something bigger than yourself. It feels better to help than to take. It feels good to achieve. It feels good to connect yourself to things like love and 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 benevolence and kindness and God. It feels different good. Not like, you know, this tastes good and helping charity tastes good plus two. It's just a categorically different feeling. Why? Because what we want more than anything in the world is to feel spiritually healthy. And it feels great when we feel that way. And then we came into this world and, or we grew up or whatever, and we started to taste things and the surface pleasures, the physical pleasures, the, the hits, the, 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 the scrolls, the food, the this, the sleep, the comfort, all these things started to hit us. And what happened was our brain's like, whoa, 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 spirituality is hard. Physicality is easy. It's comfortable. Why get up if you can go to bed? Why say no if you could say yes? Why work hard if you can, work, you can make it easy? And all of a sudden, the desire went away. We forgot how it felt. Just like my buddy forgot how it felt to walk into a room and not eat and feel healthy. We forgot what it feels like to, to be spiritual, to connect to depth to not eat or do or act in a way that blocks us from us. And we forgot what it feels like to walk around spiritually strong. What's Yom Kippur? Well, Yom Kippur is the moment where God says, whoa, wait a second. What? The whole zapping and guilty. That's all. God's like, listen, I put you in this world to be connected to me, to be spiritual, to be connected to you. You gotta have a great life. And along the way, you've lost the sensitivity to that. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you a gift, God says. It's an incredible gift. It's called a detox. One day, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna forgive you. I'm gonna clean you. You've put on yourself all these things, and I'm just going to clean it all out on the house. Like, it's the day that does it. You just show up and be real. It'll change your soul. It'll change your life. You'll detox. Yom Kippur is that day where we walk in, and we get to detox all of that physical, surface, selfish, body-focused stuff that's hold, that held us back from our true self. From our spiritual self. And when you come in with a mentality of I wanna I wanna delve into what how how I went off. I did this wrong and that wrong. I, I I fumbled here, I missed this. When you come in with a mentality of I wanna come out clean, I wanna come out detoxed, I wanna come out and feel that desire again to be connected to depth, to study, to learn, to grow, to give, to feel God loves me. And Yom Kippur changes your life. 
Yom Kippur is the day that triggers it. It gets that desire back. And then you go into life and you put it into practice. But we come into Yom Kippur scared, uncomfortable, can't afraid to be over. I can't eat. We miss it. Kippur is the greatest day of the year. Yom Kippur is a day where you could clean out levels of your soul that you could never do any other day of the year. Yeah, you can't eat, but we'll figure out a way to make that up. But you get rid of the guilt. You focus on the opportunity to connect to God, to connect to the depth of yourself. And you look at sin as that which blocked you and is blocking you from you. And you look at the day as just being able to clean that out, to delve into self, to pray, to connect. It's the greatest day of the year.